Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to hear from them about a meaningful video game from their past. On the show, you might know that we talk as much about what made playing the game fun, special, and interesting to them as we will about the context of how and when and why they fell for it for this meaningful time. A little bit of housekeeping up top (laughs) is that uh, if you want to support us, you can do that a few different ways. You can follow us uh, and like our stuff on social media. We're on both Instagram at call me by your game pod and on Twitter at call me by your game, but there's just one Y on Twitter. So it's B Y O U R when you get to that part of the word Um, there, you can see uh, what episodes we have coming out, the cool art I make for each and every one of them. And then also how you can uh, support our guests and what they're up to. You can also support the show by leaving us a five-star rating and review on the Apple podcast store. And if you do that, I'll read it on the show. Um, as I've done before, uh, you can also share the show with a friend, whether they love video games in general or the specific game we're talking about today. And it's a pretty popular one. So, uh, chances are you might know someone who does. And lastly, you can of course support us on Patreon. We are over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio, where you won't just find content from call me by your game and myself. You will also find stuff from the creators of video games, a comedy show, reactivators, Inside video games with July and all sorts of stuff. Um, my contribution, at least for this show on the Patreon feed, is a, a deep dive uh, roundtable version of this episode that is monthly at the $10 DJ Toad tier, where a lot of our bonuses are. And uh, we just sit down and talk about a game that we all like. Most recently, we covered Neon White, which is a brand new game for the PC and Switch. And uh, the next one I haven't announced yet, but I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to do, so stay tuned. Again, that's over at patreon.com slash super radio. That'll do it for the housekeeping, and I can uh, introduce our crazy guest for the episode. Please welcome to the microphone, uh, Angela Giratana. Welcome. It's crazy, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting it. I'm hoping for like six or seven of those throughout the episode including the title of the game when we actually get to it okay that's a tight number that i'll try to stick to hey i mean if you want to if you want to just trounce that number you want to go above it i am not there's no uh barrier here okay because i was thinking we hit a crazy number of 80 oh no you know what i think that's gonna do it i think Katie's <laughs> gonna i think we can do 80 of those within the like i don't know hour and 15 minutes of the show that'll be a pretty good ratio of uh <laughs> one of those per minute um angela uh thank you so much for joining me here on the show uh i uh, i'm really glad to have you on um i know you um like i know most of my guests through the los angeles improv community I think, though, I don't remember specifically meeting, but I do remember yeah. um, you came into my like my my uh, my vision, my view uh, at the, around the same time as uh, as Austin Williams did yes. our, our good mutual friend who's on the show about a year ago because you were on uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't you on a musical mess all team the same time yes. she was on mess all with Mike? Yes. Yes. And that's when her and I were very, very close. We had just like met. And we got really close. I think I, 
I don't remember meeting you personally, but I remember yes. seeing you for the first time. I saw you play TNT and I remember there we you go. said Azusa and I picked up on that. Yes. Uh, I wonder why I'm, I'm just always like uh, shouting out my alma mater uh, that I <laughs> definitely have some embarrassment for Azusa Pacific University. <laughs> Uh, teaching Christian. people to read from A to Z across the USA. Um, a to Z. I, I probably I, I'm I'm willing to bet either your sketch team at the time, William Williams, either like Austin was like, yeah, we'd like to come do improv at TNT, or you were maybe with We'd Love to at the time, but that may have been a later development. Yeah, We'd Love to is later. I think I had some practice teams that would submit oh. to practice groups that would submit to TNT. I think that's how. Okay. I that makes seen sense. TNT. I don't really remember, but nonetheless, thank God I met you because you're a crazy friend. I'm Aww. done. I'm not Honest. doing them anymore. Nah, yeah. You're like, oh no, can I keep this up? I can't um, do I at least hope one for the, for at least one time that you say the title of the game, uh, but I won't hold you to any, <laughs> to any expectations. Yeah. Uh, truly though. So glad that happened. Um, we, I think, Though we probably didn't become better friends until like the next year, you don't need to go through our entire friendship. Uh, well, we uh, history. can, we can, we but can. yeah, we'll can. Yeah, we'll go ahead yeah. and just yeah. spend the rest of the time <laughs> doing that. Um, but we've, uh, but yeah, I know you to be a uh, just an incredible, uh, especially sketch comedian and actor, but also a really funny yeah. improviser. You're a podcast host. Uh, you're we're we're we run in similar circles. We just got back from a vacation with a group of friends. Literally, a mutual yesterday. vacay that Connor <laughs> and I got to go on, where video games weren't played at all. Not at all. And you know, I I did like think, oh, I should bring like a little something just so that if people feel like it, or if yeah. really I feel like it, uh, I can flip them on. But you know, just didn't happen. Did you when you got home? Did you just immediately play? I didn't, but that was because Amanda and I were still hanging out and oh, I was, wow. yeah. And I didn't, I had a few things like I wanted to do just like about like a half hour prep for this show and, uh, and eat. And, and by the time I did like, did that and started to settle in, it was almost bedtime. It was almost bedtime. So I'm hoping for some game time tonight. Yeah. But how, how long can you go without you think? Oh man. I'm not saying never, you're addicted. I'm just saying it no. is a homeostasis like place of peace, right? So oh, I imagine after like three full days. Yeah. You know, this is probably one of the longer periods I've gone without that I've abstained from gaming uh consecutively. Cause that was that was four straight days at least. I wonder Wednesday night. Wednesday, I maybe didn't even play either. Um, because I was packing and all that jazz. I mean oh. Did I just go cold turkey on video games? Folks, he's in love. <laughs> oh, gosh, it's happened. That's all it took. Um, yeah, it's been too, you know, it's been too long. But Ange, once I start playing a game tonight, I'm going to send you just an unnecessarily unnecessary picture of the screen just so you know it's happening. Oh, and I'll delete it immediately. Oh, yeah. I got to have that space on that iPhone. Oh, I got to save every little <laughs> piece of data. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. You don't want that thing telling you your dad is full and you can't take videos and pictures whenever you want. Um, yeah, and I'm gonna be like, let me delete this picture of Connor's screen. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'll keep it. I'll keep it and I'll save it. Yeah, maybe even you know if you get around to favoriting it, go for it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking for a lot. Uh, but yeah, so we've you know 
we've been able to uh, be friends over the years, friend, similar friend circles. Um, but I've just, I've talked enough about like how I know you and how we sort of know each other. Um, but what do you want to share about yourself? Do you want to promote anything right now? I thought now? you were going to go, I've shared enough about how I know you now share about how, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, talk to, talk to me more about me. So the audience can hear, uh, but yeah, who are you? What are you up to? What do you want to share with the listener? Oh, thank you, Connor. Um, yes, I, uh, I'm an actor, comedian, a pot, newer podcaster. I've been doing a podcast called artists on artists on artists on artists i think i did four i think there's four of them it's a complicated yes. name yeah hard to do a pod with a complicated name but i wouldn't take it back <laughs> um i do it with uh three of my best friends and it's an improv podcast because there's not enough of them no way and we improvise those hollywood round tables um yes and it's just very hollywood we didn't even realize uh that's like our favorite brand of jokes right now we just yes. all for anytime we're hanging out we're we're roasting hollywood and the shit we all do and the shit we hear um and that turned for like a fun improv format that we love to do so you could check us out um I'll, anything you uh want to promote like that or if there's any social media stuff i'll be sure to put a link in the show notes so people oh, can just thanks. click and previous guest yeah. over about a year ago because you guys have been doing this for about a year, right? We just hit a year. And it oh. like, I wonder, did you have a similar experience where it kind of like came right up on you and you went, oh my God, it, I've been doing this for a year? It it sort of did sneak up. It was, I had a strange experience where the first like 17 or so episodes I did were pre-pandemic. And then Whoa. everything since has been uh, remote like this or you know in the yeah. deep in the pandemic in like 2020 20 and then 2021 so um yeah it was that was a very strange experience having it totally change and then it be, it was like nice to have something to do yeah, totally. every week even if it was just like sitting down like this and be yeah. having an excuse to catch up with somebody yeah just being intentional about something and it's like with my podcast it's um I always say this, it's like actually one of the few things I do just for fun. Yeah. Like that, that's a video game. It's like, it's like doing things that does that you're not like hustling for. Yeah. Sure. We like work really hard on it. Like uh -huh. we spend time working at it. Um, but it's also just something that just like feels like I get to like go to play time. Like I'm yeah. a little kid and then get dropped off at the freaking sandbox and I just get to play. Totally. Um, and I feel like that's the stuff you keep up and then you hit a year and you go, oh my God, I've been yeah. doing this for that long. <sighs> yeah. It really sneaks up. And I can tell, at least it seems like from the outside that you guys all do have a lot of fun, both from the audio version and two, when I get to see clips from the, the, the video stuff that you record, just seeing you all just sitting together and having a ball or when you even were doing it on zoom for different yeah. periods of time was just, it's a blast. And what was so funny was we kept um, we were all new at this. So in the beginning we were editing out our laughing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh, that's so that's indulgent hard. when each of us make each other laugh and we break and we start giggling, we have to cut that out. Yeah. And that's actually what people love is to know when you're laughing as well. Yeah. When do um, I laugh? Yeah. Tell me, <laughs> tell me, tell me when to go. Yeah. 
That's an E40 reference and I'm always here for it. Or maybe it wasn't an E40 reference and I'm just going to just take it as one. I'll let that be your crazy decision. Yeah. Oh, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. Um, yeah. We had, uh, yeah. When we had Jeremy on a little over a year ago or right around a year, he was, you all had just either just started it or were about yeah. to kick it off. So it's fun to have you on now a year ago or a year later, still doing it. And it's bigger and better than ever. Oh, thank you, Connor. You're so welcome. Um, so you do uh, artists on artists on artists on artists. Is there anything else you want to promote or share about yourself? I'm trying to think. Uh, just to share about me, I am um, born and raised Los Angeles. Very cool. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for having you as well. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I dabble in some musical theater from time to time. Yes. I, um, think of some other things it's unfortunate that the things we do for work are also what we do for fun so it kind of makes you boring when you lace listen yeah it happens but you don't have to there's no pressure to share anything additional you did talk about um you being uh you know a comedian and an actor both things i've gotten to see you do a lot i've seen you in uh was it a pizza hut commercial like three years ago that you were in i think it was like five years three maybe four Maybe four. Yeah. Seen you in a Pizza Hut commercial. <laughs> You've acted in all sorts of stuff, including I did. I saw your episode because I was going through Minx. I saw you on Minx. Um, mm-hmm. You just did another sh- uh, a show too. I always want to call it like a different. I always want to call it like Hannah or Lucy. But what's you're close. It? I'm, I'm Maggie. <laughs> Maggie. Okay. All right. Okay. I feel better. Uh, Hannah. We, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. You are. You're. You're a great, hilarious actor. Uh, you, you know, you you do a lot of, uh, you know, filmmaking yourself. So you're you're hustling. Oh, thanks, buddy. If we aren't alive, are we hustling? That's a saying too. That's E40 right there. Yeah, all oh, that's E. That's the E. <laughs> that's more. I actually like that better than "Tell Me When to Go" uh, from E40. Uh, everyone knows that one. Well, um, Ange, uh, assuming you got to share what you wanted about yourself. Thank you so much. Um, I'm really excited to have you here. Before we get into your general history with video games, I would love for you to uh, finally, if we haven't given it away yet, introduce the title of the game we're going to be discussing for the main event. This is how I'll say it. Yes. I'm just going to prep. Crazy taxi! (laughs) It's not going to get any better than that uh, today, folks. That is incredible. Crazy that was taxi. Crazy taxi. Um, I can't wait. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, beloved uh, game and series for a lot of people. So I look forward to it uh, later. But as far as your general history with games, do you remember the first game you were like aware of or played as a kid? Anything yes. pop in your mind? Well, I thought about this. I wonder if you've um, it came mm. up at a dinner party with my friends recently. Um, a lot of women that had played this game our first memory of a game oh. was the disney channel um it was a disney channel online game that was lilo and stitch and it was a sandwich stacker was this it was just like a game online it was like just online on their little website and i'm not kidding i was at this dinner party and it was like all different gender types and all the women at the table went i remember that game i played that game for hours <laughs> that's and incredible 
it's like you would just stack, you would be Lilo and you're just stacking these sandwiches and they like get catching so, food as it falls or something. Yeah. And they'd get so high. Um, That's and it great. was like a balancing act. That's my first memory of like a game that I that can is, think of like earliest, earliest, earliest. I love the like hearing about this we get the fun one of the my favorite things about this show is obviously to hear from people's about their their history with games and where it starts can be different for everyone there's a lot of like obvious places of like oh like me uh my first game was the super mario brothers uh whoop do yeah. aren't i unique but <laughs> it is really fun to hear from people that it's like my first video game was a game on the disney channel website and it's yeah. a sandwich stacker of lilo and <laughs> Like I'm thinking, of course, yeah, I remember playing Mario Kart with my brother yeah. or like some early stuff. But the thing that sticks of my first game memory was that because it was I remember playing it for long periods of time. Yeah, that might have been it, because when I dabbled in my brother's games, it felt very much like a one and go play mm. a little bit and I'm out of there. But the Lilo game, I was on there all the time. Yeah. On like a maybe a family computer or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was right in the middle of the hallway where we both had our, my brother and I both had our AIM sign in, signed into that account. Nice. So I was playing probably AIM and, and going back and forth to that sandwich stacker. Oh, living the life. Oh Whew. my gosh. Maybe a juice box next to me. Here we okay. go. Nightcab. Well, we're painting a little bit of a paradise here. <laughs> uh, I, I love that. Um, it, any you don't there doesn't have to be one but is there any memory of other games that they had on this yes. disney channel website oh let's hear let's hear okay oh my god i was a sucker for just a a, a story game a themed game based off Beautiful. of the movie even if it mm -hmm. had nothing to do with it lilo and stitch never made sandwiches connor but when they're making these sandwiches on this game i was just like i know that girl yes i know what she deals with every day <laughs> she needs you know what i mean yeah, she needs a break. <laughs> I remember there was an Even Stevens game. Oh, it, now we're talking. Yeah, there was just so many games where I had no, I knew the protagonist. Yes. And I'm a sucker for a backstory. Uh, and if I already know that and I know how they talk and then I get to just be them and do some mindless task. Oh, yeah. I remember the Even Stevens one. I remember the That's a Raven one I would play. <gasps> what was that? Oh. I don't remember what it was. But it was something. I wonder if there's like a history of these because uh, when it comes to game preservation, um, <laughs> th it's a it's a difficult thing in general, let alone with games that we actually have like discs and cartridges yeah. of. But like something like that is probably lost to time unless yeah. no, because it sure. just I lived on a website. Yeah, like at that dinner party, I remembered the Lilo game. I pull, I found it on Google, just like the picture of it. Oh, and cool. I had a reaction to just this, the sandwich and what it looked like. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to look yeah. that up as we're talking. Yes. I remember playing, um, I remember having some pink device and it wasn't a Game Boy. Oh. Maybe it was, I don't remember what, what it was. Was it horizontal? Yes, it was horizontal. Maybe it wasn't pink and my case did, was pink. Did it look like, did it look like this, but pink? Maybe it was that. Yeah. Maybe it was a my lot Game of, Boy Advance. You're not the only person to talk about having a pink Game Boy Advance on this show. Oh, I mean, the the cult, the gendered toys, man. And I you played know. Cooking Mama. Cooking Mama. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and 
it was I that's the another game I remember deep in my psyche and uh-huh. I would just cook. Um, wow. And it was similar to Sandwich Stacker, where it was a lot about balance. <laughs> okay. I'm seeing this Stitch game, this uh, Sandwich yeah. Stacker game, by the way. Right in front of the fridge, we're doing this. And, yes. uh, <laughs> oh, man, don't miss an ingredient. It's funny. Oh, that's kind of cool that, like, if you don't catch it perfect, it'll sort of, like, lean out to the side. That's Yes, good. and then your sandwich is off kilter. Yes. Man, I wonder how many levels there were. That's so cool. Oh, God. Um, oh, it's called Lilo and Stitch, 625 Sandwich Stacker. So I wonder if that's how many levels there are. <laughs> I, don't I know. also wonder if maybe there was an episode with 625 sandwiches. Who knows? Maybe. Did they cool do a show them. too? Yeah, there was the television show. Oh, that's show probably why it was the on the movie. Disney Channel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, very cool. Uh, sorry, I got really distracted by all that. And I'm like, what's the even Stevens game? Uh, I know. I don't remember. There were so many of them. And it was also the way they built that website. I remember it just being heaven because you could just click on each show and what games they offered. And yes. I've always, even now, like I was looking the other day at the Ratatouille video game. Very mm-hmm. bad. It, I read <laughs> online that people hate it. But God, it's just a video game that's tied to a movie. I love it. There's like something special about this is a this is a topic that comes up a lot on the show because it's something that like i really love too are these like licensed properties that are you know these games based on movies or shows that we really liked um and there there was something about that era of when you know i'm just like a couple years older than you but around this that time too like early mid 2000s Man, I could go for a licensed game as much as I could go for a Mario oh, personally. It's so true. Yeah. And I think it's because it had to do with like your brain starting to understand that two things can be different. Like even Stevens could be on one channel and he could also be in this video game that you do on your computer. One's yeah. on your TV and one's on your computer. So suddenly he exists everywhere. Yeah. I don't know what that was, but it was addicting. And I think that was my first um my first, like, my way to start loving video games, I think, was just interesting through, through like the taking a story and being able to have an active part in it. Come on, come yeah, on that's. I mean, the your the point the point you're getting to right now is what I know that I loved about a lot of those games, like Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, yes. or like a star any Star Wars game growing up was that I could sort of be in the world of something I already like really enjoyed. Exactly, uh, like you could watch the world and sit in it and then you can go play in it that was so yeah. fun so much fun uh yeah. well thank thank you for letting me just go down the tangent of like what this oh. is i totally just ignored you talking about your game boy advance <laughs> um oh no i barely remember it i'm ju- i was just thinking other games other that stuff, i remember yeah. oh my god i do remember um i got a i had a game boy advance handbag which was this oh, handbag yes so it was like this girly version of a thing that you could put your game boy in and uh-huh. it was like a purse oh hell yeah that's stylish <laughs> um that's all i really remember those are like the <laughs> first memories is the lilo game my pink cooking mama okay. game and cool. then my handbag <laughs> fun all right i love that now throughout the years was this something that was this uh hobby more of some was this something you still would take the occasional interest in? Was it something that just your brother did um, as you got a little older? Yeah. So 
it's very much in my house was a my brother thing. Yeah. Um, but I think it's actually crazy to think about it now because before smartphones, we I had two working parents, um, and they were both always working. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both my brother and I, we had lots of nannies and we had um nannies that would stay with us and pick us up from after school until dinner time, and then our parents would come home. And my parents were like indie filmmakers at the time. Mm-hmm. So when they came home and it was time for dinner, they're also working and they go back to their offices and they work. Oh man. So it was just like, I remember this is pre smartphones. I just remember wanting to have something on me to do all the yeah. time. Like if mm-hmm. we went somewhere and there was nothing to do. And that's, that's how I think I had a game boy as well as my gotcha. brother. My brother was probably more interested in it, but it's like, I wasn't like a book nerd. Mm-hmm. So these video games were like so fun for car rides or when me and my brother were just like sitting around my parents just being busy. Um, yeah. I think that's how it started. And then it definitely, I started then getting attached to the social stuff that you do online, which was the AIM, the MySpace. Nice. And that's when he started doing just like only games Oh. Um, that's when my brother got, finally got a TV in his room and it's a then big time got, for anybody, a big day in a man's life <laughs> when he gets a TV. And then my brother got the two gamer chairs, the little ones at the time, which were the, they were the ones that, that, that had no wheels, but they could, they were like circles and they could just roll back. Oh forth. my gosh. I definitely knew people who had those. They could kind of yes. like rock in them if you wanted to. Yes. It's a man's first lazy boy. <laughs> yes, it is. Is this thing. And you could rock. Yeah. It was just basically like a pleather rocking chair Yeah, that uh, he had two of in his room. And if I, so my parents would be in their office and my brother would be in his room on those chairs playing. So I would, I would run back and forth. Sometimes I was in my room. Sometimes I was on AIM, but if I wanted to be with my brother, I'd have to go in there. And if I wanted to hang out with him, I'd have to play. Um, and that's when I think we started, when I started to have this shared experience with him a little bit. And that's probably the only reason why I started playing some of the older stuff older. I mean, not Disney channel games. So, uh, my brother was always playing Madden. And my dad would play Madden with him. Okay. Um, and I remember um, EA Sports. It's in the game. Yes. And oh, <laughs> uh, now that that really is some nostalgia for me too. Yeah, it was Super Mario Kart for sure. And, but mostly Madden. Do you know what consoles he had? Oh, Connor, every Christmas he got whatever he wanted that year. Oh, that one. And it was like a joke guy. in our family that like every Christmas he got the the newest one. Uh-huh. And then I got a bunch of clothes. Yeah. And I <laughs> always knew that that didn't amount. The money was he was getting more of the money spent. Yes, and I was sure. getting TJ Maxx jeans. Yeah. And it finally hit me. I was like, how much is a PS2? Yeah. How much is a GameCube? I'm getting stiffed here, mom. Yeah. He had everything but the Xbox. We weren't an gotcha. Xbox household. Um, gotcha. I don't know why. He had the GameCubes. Awesome. And then it was PS1, PS2, PS3, whatever. Mm. And then the Wii. Oh, fun. Okay. And that was like a shared experience as well. I remember when the Wii came out. Yeah. And that was like so fun for everybody. For some reason, that like felt not as gendered as the other games. Um, yeah. Nint- Nintendo really aimed to make gaming something for 
a lot more than just like the hardcore audience. Yeah. And so they, which I think they starting off with the Wii, they had a lot of uh, really great success in with truly just Wii sports. Cause anyone yeah. could pick up that little Wiimo. All you needed is that and, you know, swing a racket or yeah. bowl or what it was like. You. The way it was all advertised too, it just felt like it was like, this is cousin time. When you're with yeah. your cousins, you play Wii. Yeah. Oh my God. In rock band. I forgot that that was a huge video game part of my oh, life growing I love up. That. All my cousins, everybody, uh, we, it was just rock band every Christmas. Um, oh, that's great. Oh my God. That was the video game I did love to play with my brother in his room and he would get the drum set mm-hmm. and we figured out a way that we can get the mic near the drum set so somebody would do the drums and singing at the same time oh. and the other person would do the guitar and then they came out with the harmonies one on the beatles version of the yes. game and that threw me for a loop that was, <laughs> i totally forgot about rock band yeah that's those like rock band and guitar hero were so big for for such a for, for, for a while actually yeah and then then all of a sudden no one wanted them anymore and everyone got rid of all their plastic that they had in their mm-hmm. house all those big guitars and now they're like kind of back into vogue a little bit because people forgot how much they love those games and so now finding like a full rock band set or something is Oof. a little pricey now i bet because well it did feel like everyone had it but i remember with the wii it was like we're playing Wii Bowling with the Cousins till 2 a.m. We're yeah. eating Cheetos, baby. <laughs> yeah, now we're doing it. And that also makes me remember, oh, my God, sorry, I'm, like, reliving all these no, moments. No, this is why I do this. I love this. I, I, all my cousins at the time, like, my mom's side of the family, all the cousins would get together, and there's a lot of us. And mm-hmm. there was older boys and younger girls. Okay. And I was, like, the first of the girl. Mm and all the rest of them were young. So there was a period of time where I was like sandwiched in the middle where I couldn't hang out with the girls without feeling like their babysitter and couldn't hang out with the boys without being bored as hell because yeah. all they did every time we were together, we'd play Halo. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I remember for the life of me, Madden, I can understand because I grew up watching football. Yeah. Super Mario, you can get it. Everything else is like understandable, but mm-hmm. Halo, I was like, I, I literally, no matter how hard I try to focus on the screen, my brain's going to turn off. Yeah. I couldn't get it. <laughs> and it was like the color scheme as well. was just like all these dark earth tones and then mm-hmm. bright green. And I was like, nothing of my brain can attach to this. I couldn't ever have fun with them. But I do remember um, acting like I understood what was going on, oh, okay. which is so funny. Um, I would sit there with my cousins and we'd be playing. And when they would scream about something, I go, oh, but I had no idea what yeah. they were talking about. <laughs> I'm a part or, of this. <laughs> yeah. Just dying to be a part of it. Wow. Oh, I forgot about that. That's a, that's a really interesting uh, uh, tidbit there. I, yeah. And that, that experience of being sort of uh, caught between parties is like, I don't really feel like I belong with either of you. Yeah. Um, oh, that's I so wanted great. to like Halo so badly, but. That um, did not work for me. You know, you gave it a shot. What can you do? I'm a singer, Connor. I want to pick up my garage band and I want to sing. Belt. I don't want to shoot guns. No, that's not what singers do. Well, <laughs> most of them um, that I know of, at least. Yeah. Uh, that's that's so fa- that's so fun and cool. Um, how I would like to know a little bit about your experience um, after this time. Like maybe if there's anything from 
you know, your time in college or like living out, you know, I mean, you've lived in LA your whole life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe either college or Mm -hmm. anything of note, you know, since you graduated up until this point, um, are there any memories that stick out in those times? Yeah. That was when it kind of, I think during the halo, that was when the games for my brother started getting more intense and more Mm -hmm. older. And that's when I started, uh, participating less. And then I, I remember trying to bring my brother's rock band to my first college apartment. I went to UCLA and after at UCLA, people are staying in the dorms till they're like sophomore, freshman year, and then you get apartments. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, this will be really fun because I was learning how to drink (laughs) alcohol at the time. And I was like, we'll drink my cake flavored vodka with Sprite Zero and we play <laughs> rock band and then go to parties. And um, we never played rock band. And then I, it was a waste of space and I had to bring it back to my house. So I think it kind of fell off. Um, yeah. Cause then my brother and I weren't living in, we weren't, what's actually really interesting because my brother and I were always like coexisting and we'd fight a lot, but we weren't really that like super close until I went to college and then he went to college Mm. and then something happened in his brain where he like, you know, he was just like boy to a man. And suddenly we were like best friends. Oh, once he got really much older. Yeah. Um, so then we didn't need video games to connect. It wasn't like our, Mm. it wasn't, I didn't have to play in order to hang out with him. He would hang out with me because he just wanted to hang out with me. But back then he wouldn't hang out with me unless we were playing video games in those chairs. Totally. Um, so I think it stopped being a part of our family's stuff because he was down to talk to me about things I liked, like musicals and movies and stuff. Um, and then he, he still plays, he now works at Blizzard. So he's still a video game. Oh, really? Yeah. He has been working there for a while and he still loves video games, but we connect on other stuff now. So it's not our mm-hmm. only way to connect, but it is funny yeah. to think about how important it was for us back then because um, we didn't have other stuff to talk about. Like we're, I was like nine and he was six and we're yeah. like, what are we going to, I don't know, talk about the themes in Lizzie McGuire about puberty. No, we're going to yeah. play Madden. Truly, especially being the older sister too. But then you, you know, you guys grow up and you you just move past the need for that that thing to bring you together. Because what brought was bringing you together after all was you guys was us anyway. And then we finally got to the point where we didn't have to hide it, there especially with boy and girls. It's like I don't know. It was just growing up. It was back like then, it was that. It's so like that weird. from me and my sister too. We really not only did we not have a lot in common. Uh, but we just did not get along. We really disliked each other growing up. My sister was nicer than I was. Looking back, I thought she was as evil as it gets, but now I realize she was <laughs> a- I was actually a huge dick. Um like <laughs> as little evil kids. As it gets. Yeah. Uh but that's very similar. Very similar. Yeah. We did my brother and I did not get along. We were constantly just fighting over things and yeah. space and food and yeah like i just needed a rival for whatever reason and it poor yeah. it happened to be my poor sister <laughs> um <laughs> but i love that's so cool i love hearing that um the last question i have for you is um has there been a game that you have played or watched someone play in the last couple of years that's uh, stuck out to you 
Yes. Okay. So I don't know if this is even, I mean, it's a game. My mic is all over the place. I, I'm always playing uh, Bejeweled on my phone. Let's hear it. I, I mean, but that to me is like chewing gum. I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's a game. That is a game. Mm-hmm. But that's brought me into now and today. And I'm a Tetris fool. Oh, freaking Tetris fool. To the point where during the pandemic, I told Rob, my boyfriend, I was like, I think if I picked up Tetris earlier, Mm -hmm. I could be a savant today. Yeah. (laughs) Just, I was like, it made me realize, I was like, what if you're a savant at something, Connor, and you don't know it because you haven't picked it up? Like, whoa, dude. What if I was, what if I would have been so good at Tetris, but I didn't know early enough, you know? Um, I have a little OCD, so I love playing it. I love putting things Mm. in the lines. It makes me feel better. Um, So I play those games to this day, but I don't really associate that with like video games, but they are games. Yeah, especially Tetris. Yeah, it's very much a video game. That's uh... Oh my God. During the pandemic, I also wanted to play Tetris with my friends, but it was impossible. And on my uh, UCB sketch team, we had a group text throughout the pandemic that was just always like things we could all do together from yeah. our homes. And we found, I kept being like, I want to play Tetris with you guys. And then someone on the team found, I think it's called Jetris. Okay. <laughs> and it's this awful site where we could all play Tetris together. Um, and it was so glitchy, so glitchy. <laughs> And Jetris, and we would all be like, I'm playing Jetris tonight. And then we could play each other um, for like five minutes and then it would break. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Well, you tried. Yeah, I tried. Well, if you, um, so being a big Tetris person, I got a game you've got to try, whether you try it uh, when you come over to my place and okay. like play my Switch or anyone, anyone who has a Switch, really. Um, this comes for free if you have just like a very basic online subscription with Nintendo. It's okay, like great. twenty dollars a year for a subscription. Um, but anyway, it comes with a game called Tetris Ninety Nine, which is essentially you're playing Tetris against ninety nine other people at the same time. And the way it works is that when someone clears a line or you clear a line, yeah, it gets ready to send that to someone else who's playing the game. So that line. Yes. So (gasps) basically, and it stacks from the bottom. So that's incredible. as you're playing, you're not only trying to, you know, keep up and, and clear lines as fast as you can and get as many points as you can. You're sending lines to other people. Yeah. Or they're sending them to you. And then you're like, Oh no, I was building up this thing right here. And then from the bottom, like six lines of blocks just showed up. Like, how am I going to get through Holy shit. Yeah. It sounds like the self tape community. You know, sometimes (laughs) I'm doing my self tapes and then suddenly I get my friends and I got to be a reader on hers. It's this. And now my time is getting smaller and smaller. You know what? I couldn't have uh, put it better myself, but I've, (laughs) it's a uh, weird connection. It's a, it's a fantastic, super fun, a little stressful game, but it it gets you competitive. That sounds so fun. See on Jetris. They yes. did it in the wrong way, where when one of us would clear a line, we'd all clear a line. Um, oh. And, and that's less fun. Cause... Yeah, because no one's losing. <laughs> uh, well, um, Angela, thank you so much for sharing about. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yes, one please, more. Please. The game now I've started to play only at my boyfriend's place is Fall Guys. Oh, I now we're talking, it. dude. Yeah, now we're talking, dude. Um, and I famously won't wear my glasses when I play it. Okay. 
So just I to can make, see add, shit. <laughs> add an extra level of challenge for you. No, it makes my boyfriend and his roommate Mike so mad um, when I'm not wearing my glasses, and I it's more fun for me to play the game while two people are yelling at me, going, oh, "You're come on, that was oh." Just oh. they're they're having a more stressful time than you watching me, and it's um, so fun. Former guests of the show, Mike Christian and yes. Mr. Robert Skirbo. Um, yeah, I love them. I um uh I don't think I've talked about it on this sh- on this show, and it's been talked about on other shows on our network. But and you'll and this is uh you'll know because I didn't post about it as we were talking. I never post. I I, I still need to post from this weekend. But I did a Fall Guys commercial earlier this year. Did I tell you that? Connor McCabe. Yes, it's a it I'll tell you I will say it's a brief moment. It's like, you know, an ensemble thing where every little person has their like five seconds at most. But I play a construction worker who sees a fall guy fly by and turns into one. So I turn into a fall guy. Yeah. Put this on the call me by your game grid. We need to see this. I know. I've got the screenshots. I did the screenshots when they like when this commercial dropped. Screen record it. I got to see you become a fall guy because I was uh, thinking about how much I love the way they talk. I'll even send you the link to the, to the commercial too. Um, but, uh, yes. but Hey, that was great. I'm glad that your one more thing gave me a chance to brag about uh, being in a commercial. So I'll take it. Um, well, cool. Angela, thank you so much for sharing about, uh, you know, your recent history with, uh, or your, your, you know, your general history with video games. Um, so I guess once, uh, we're going to go on a quick break and then when we come back, we'll uh, talk about all things crazy taxi. So I will see you on the other side. Yeah, 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 yeah. My name is Jeremy Schmidt, and I'd like to tell you about my podcast, Video Games, A Comedy Show. This is, you guessed it, a comedy show about video games. Every episode, a panel of video game-liking comedians discusses a brand new topic, the games they've been playing, and best of all, the news. Are there bits? Arguably way too many. If you like to laugh and or like to play video games, check out Video Games, A Comedy Show, anywhere podcasts can be found. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Of course, I am your host, Connor McCabe, here with the great Angela Giratana to discuss Crazy Taxi. Uh, so that was my attempt at it. I'll give myself a 6 out of 10. Um, I thought that was great. Oh, okay. You know what? I might even up it to a 7. Um, okay. Ange, thank you uh, for uh, sticking around. Like I told you before, I'm going to just share some brief history and context about what this game is. I'm dying um, to hear it. I can't. It's going to be it's going to be fun. Um, but again, if you happen to be some historian on it, you want to jump in about something, feel free. Otherwise, I'll just kind of monologue. I am not. So All take right. it away. Here I go. Crazy Taxi is an open world racing video game developed by Kenji Kano and his team at Hitmaker and published by Sega. 
It is the first game in the Crazy Taxi series, and the game was released in arcades in 1999 and then was ported to the Dreamcast in 2000. Gameplay uh, was uh, is, is based on picking up taxi customers and driving to their destination as quickly <laughs> as possible. Uh, reception to Crazy Taxi has been mostly positive, um, and it was ported to other platforms uh, numerous times. It's been all over the place, including the uh, PS2 and GameCube, uh, which was, I guess, done by Acclaim in 2001, and then to Windows in 2002. Um, which one did you play? Cause you said you, you had a PS2 and a GameCube. I think I was playing on the PS2. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, that'll help, uh, inform what, uh, cover I pick for the, for the art that I make. So it'll be the PS2 Bye. version. <laughs> um, um, let's see. Uh, the game has also been re-released for the PlayStation network, Xbox live arcade, iOS, Android, and is featured on the Dreamcast collection. It is been become one of the few sega all-stars on the dreamcast uh i don't even know what that means uh, and also heard us to earned a great <laughs> tits uh and players choice status on playstation 2 and gamecube respectively so it sold sold so well that they decided to re-release the those games on the ps2 this game on the ps2 and gamecube but just give it a really ugly like sticker on it like a yellow or red sticker um Got it. because it sold so much um sega followed up on the success of Crazy Taxi, numerous sequels, the first being Crazy Taxi 2 for the Dreamcast, which included several gameplay changes. Um, uh, Angela, that's it for the uh, for the, just the general history and context. Um, do uh, I would love to hear from you now on your personal experience. Do you remember, was there like a specific moment where this game showed up in your house or was it something that you just sort of remember being around? Um, my brother, it all starts with my brother. He, what's his, what's his first name, by the way? My brother. Yeah. <laughs> his first name is my brother. Oh, my, my brother. first name is my, and his last name is my, bro- my brother. brother. <laughs> Perfect. Um, my brother's name is John. So John brought it around. Um, I don't remember how or why he would ask for games and get them. So <laughs> my nice. mom was about a strategy. Him. Yeah. My mom must have bought it for him. I'm trying to think. Because we were also a big Simpsons hit and run family. Oh, nice. Trying to think what came first. I'm almost positive it was this game. Um, Yes. I'll look it up to be sure. Um, No, for sure. I'm trying to think what came first in our playing of it. Like if we found, uh, because my brother was also a Simpsons fan. And there was another Simpsons game that we used to play too. Possibly uh, Simpsons Road Rage. Yes. Which Wait, is, what's the difference between Simpsons Hit and Run and Hit Simpsons Road Rage? Road Rage game? is like a Grand Theft Auto like. So it's <laughs> like you're playing your Homer doing a lot more than just driving around. You're like doing tasks, uh, like Got fighting it. people, I think, uh, collecting yes. stuff, all that jazz. Okay, so we had both of those games and Killer. we had Crazy Taxi. And I don't remember how it came about, but we just started playing it and. Oh, it just makes me kind of weirdly emotional. Yeah. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, It's just like my first memory of like out of control laughing with my brother. Yeah. And um, oh my God, I'm literally getting emotional. Oh, I, yes, we did it. Finally, tears on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) For 
first tears on the pod. Finally, um, only took 126 episodes. <laughs> and we got it, folks. <laughs> That's a wrap. We're going to go ahead and just call it here. <laughs> we finally made someone cry out of a video game. We're done. Yes. <laughs> um, I think because I replayed it recently with uh, Rob and Mike. And oh, fun. Wasn't that good of a recent play? <laughs> Um, do yeah. you find do you find that when you play games that you used to love, you don't some you fantasize games, a lot of it? Some games for sure. I've definitely got like nostalgia goggles on, and then some actually hold up pretty well. It just it depends on the game for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what made us laugh so hard because yeah. replaying it, it was like, all right, I got it. Uh, okay, I'm dropping them off. I did it. <laughs> did you feel like when you were playing it in this recent playthrough, uh, like it was easier than you remember or something? I'm wondering if maybe you were yeah. just more focused and knew what to do and yeah, it was less think, chaotic. I think the, the trick to this game, it's the thrill of driving that we didn't have. Yeah. Oh, um, of course. So just, just like how I remember we, since we were in, we grew up in LA, We'd go to Disneyland a lot and Autotopia was like the best game ever was oh, the best yeah. uh, ride ever. And it isn't a good ride. No, you I are think, on rails. <laughs> you, you are on rails, but you feel like you're driving. Yeah. And when you're little and you spend so much time in the car, I guess it's just a thrill to finally be behind the wheel. I think there's probably a lot to that. Yeah. And with crazy taxi, I remember laugh. It must've just been like, because when I replayed it, it was it's so funny the way the game is designed that you can drive over anything. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow physics works. And yeah. you can drive on the side of a bridge and fall and still make it. And that must be also the fun thrill is that you're laughing at unusual thing after unusual thing, which yes. is I shouldn't still be driving. Yeah. And I'm hitting all these people. I'm crazy. <laughs> um, which is probably a Grand Theft Auto thing, too. Um, but for some reason it was more fun for me because I was, I I didn't play grand theft auto with my brother. I think he played, but maybe he did, but I think it was more fun to just like try to get as many pickups and drop-offs as you can. And we could, and we could, uh, compete like that. So that's fun. You know, like he would get more than I would always, but it was fun to just like try to beat his number of pickup and drop-offs or your, or your like score. Because I think if you drive someone, a further distance you get a higher score versus mm. a short drive a pre-uber oh well i can't even remember that far back before uber i, I can't I, I do remember the time where it like really arrived uh not to get too off topic but i remember it was because i moved to la um like june 2013 so i've been here oh, nine wow. years now which is crazy and i remember i think it was like spring or like late winter 2014 so well really like february march 2014 that we started to call ubers um and and eventually lifts and there was also there's a brief time where there was like a third app we were using um i I don't even remember remember. getting lyft for a bit i was like strictly uber yeah and yeah i i don't even know what it was called but i do remember being at my old roommate's apartment and we would uh I remember calling, like, there's a distinct memory of calling an Uber and being like, is this going to (laughs) work? And then it did. Uh, But yeah, very, very different time. Um, Yeah. uh, So I, 
I love hearing that, you know, because depending on the game that you were you, – games you've been discussing from your history, some are more accessible or more fun for you to play versus others like Halo, which you're just like, I, I, I this is not interesting to me or yeah. fun at all. So it's cool to hear and maybe not surprising because you wanted to talk about it today. That this is one that was fun for you. Yeah, um, this one was a blast, and I think it's – somehow it's just what those memories were because when I did replay it, it was – it was really fun. Um, I think I like it more than playing Fall Guys because it just mm-hmm. feels like more result oriented and you're getting a lot of shit done. And I like productivity versus yep. Fall Guys is just like, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. It's like a I long like, slog for a few minutes yeah. and maybe you'll get to keep playing. And I'm obsessed in Crazy Taxi with the customers and what they say when they get in the car where they go, hey, man. Or oh, I'm trying to get here. Like, and they, you can see they reuse them a lot. And it's oh, so yeah. funny. I loved that part too. So I, this is, this is, might be a little bit of a shock, but I, I'm, I'm familiar with the game. I've watched stuff on it. I've never actually played it myself. Um, do you remember like how it begins or what do they tell you? Like, this is what you're going to be doing. And then you just start picking people up like one by one yeah you just because you could also play and not pick people up you're not playing the game you just go wild you just go wild and you're not getting any points but i remember it's like it starts off and it's just like you get like a minute or two minutes or something like mm-hmm. that and the timer starts and you can just go and there there's customers like right in front of you when you start or further down and they oh. have this color above you if they're drive is easy or their drive is hard like if okay. they're trying to get like like equivalent to like you calling an uber and you're like i have to get to the west side and i'm on the east side and it's four o'clock on a friday you'd have a red circle in front of you and that'd be like that's a big drive and you'll get more points versus a green drive which would just be like picking up somebody and then bringing them down the street and then yeah. dropping them off um and then I think you get points for the way you drop them off too, because that's was the most fun part too, was the way you'd like pull right up to the uh-huh. house. And like, I remember there's a church on the game and you pull up or you could just run through the church and drop off somebody <laughs> or you could drop. Cause there's like a big radius around their drop off. Yeah. So you, anywhere in that circle is their drop off. But if it's like, I remember my brother and I would drop them off so far and they walk <laughs> off and they'd be like, thank you. And they'd be like walking. It's so funny. So you could just do it at the edge of the radius if you want yeah. to, or you could like get real, real close with it. Or you just drive right into the grocery store and drop them off. I could, I could see that being really fun to try to like slide around and like, like pull up perfectly. Like some stunt driver would to drop <laughs> someone off at like a fast food joint or wherever yeah. the heck they're going. And then um, them walk out in this like weird all the, they were all dressed so weird too. They kind of looked like Sims. Yeah. They all had like khaki pants on these people and they were all so skinny. <laughs> every, every character model they made is just a skinny person. No body diversity no. at all. No, that's the, that's the uh, early 2000s for you. And then, yeah. <laughs> or the 1999, I guess. Um, uh, so, and with these characters, you're not like there, it's not like, oh, you're meeting this specific, like, Oh, Joe, Joe Bacon is here and uh, Joe Bacon has his whole backstory. Are you just like picking them up and you're like, they're like, I'm going here and you're just going. 
You're just going. Okay. You're just clocking in. But now I'm remembering you get to pick who you are. Oh. As a driver. And there was a couple girl characters with mohawks and there were some dudes. Sick. Yeah. And you got to like pick who you are and you got to mm. pick your car. Okay. Um, yeah. And their car options were crazy. Of um, course. Just a bunch of different types of taxis. <laughs> did, did it take place in a specific place? Like, is this like, oh, this is supposed to be LA, or it's just like, no, this is just some generic. I feel like town. if I'm guessing, it might have been something like San Francisco, where mm. there's lots of ramps and oh yes, and lots of things going up and down. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it also might have been too. I my brother and I grew up in LA, so we didn't have taxis, so taxis were didn't even know what those were yeah it's just a funny thing and then pre-uber it's just like the idea of paying for a car when you grew like, up in la was like not a thing like i have we all have one of these or the city is built yeah. around it why would i yeah that's you wouldn't hail a taxi while you're growing up in the valley <laughs> oh it, it seemed like for the longest time in my life like such a foreign thing growing up in like the central valley of california was like yeah. I, I know that they they definitely had cabs in town, but I never, you like rarely saw them and definitely uh -huh. never used them. No, I would never see them. No, I think ever being a kid who would go to San Francisco growing up, that's yeah. where we'd see taxis would be there. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, and then when I finally went to the Big Apple, ooh, <laughs> taxis galore. Um, and You're now hailing I, them left and right. Oh, just for fun. They're getting pissed that I'm not getting in. <laughs> um, th this is, uh, there seems to be so much that's fun about the game. Um, like, do you have any uh, any other like game specific uh, things that you remember about it or details? Um, whether it's like, oh, I liked the music or this this game. Th oh, this, yes. this challenge was fun. The music was so good. It was like, it's like, whoa, crazy. And then, oh, it was so fun. The music. It had, I know, I know that it had a, I'm trying to think of the, um, the band that like, I always associate with this game. Um, gosh, dang it. What is, it's not like, it's not sublime, but it's, uh, uh the offspring. That's but it's who in I, that. yes, yes, that, that it, it had a very specific sound. Yes. Um, very specific sound that was different than like Madden had like a playlist of mm -hmm. like three or four songs that I remember would play but crazy taxi it was very just like straight edge sounding <laughs> um <laughs> that was very fun oh that's cool um now as far as um just any uh you know outside of the game you know playing this with your brother you've i first of all like you telling did you have do you know when you were playing this would those cool gamer rocking chairs would those have been around or is this oh, like we were in early? them we were yep. in them Yes. I love that he had two so someone could sit and play with him. Oh, my mom wouldn't buy him just one. She'd buy a play date one. You got to play with a buddy. Um, oh, but then I remember it? my brother, I would catch him. And I'm, I was such a little bitch of a sister. <laughs> I would I would always go in there and be like, he'd have play dates over. And I would catch him being the only one playing. Uh, I see where this is going. And I'd be like, yeah. you're not letting Judd play. <laughs> Judd, Judd, <laughs> and then my brother would be like, "Yes, I am," and I'm like, "I literally haven't seen Judd play Crazy Taxi once." 
Yes. And just, I'm going to tell mom if you don't let Judd yeah. play. Just like, how can I get at my brother? My sister and I both for sure did the same thing. That's so yeah. funny to hear. Um, can you paint me a picture of other details of like this, of his room that you yeah. would play in? Oh my God. Okay. So yeah, the video, the game, it's like the TV itself is pretty high. Wow. Do you have like a cabinet it was in? It was on his dresser. Oh. I want to say like you have two like relatively sphere looking kids. We were pretty round and we're, <laughs> and we're just rocking back and forth yeah. on these things. And we're looking straight up. <laughs> just causing future irreparable neck damage. And we're looking up and we're playing. Um, yeah, I remember his his bed was in the back and yeah, he had his all of his game stuff. And then those two freaking chairs, man. I can't unsee those chairs. Oh, um, um, can I, I'm imagining and I could, like, I'm, I'm happy to be wrong. Is this a two-story house? Is this a one-story yeah, house? Yeah, this is a two-story house. Why did I, I don't know why. I just, I, I had a sense. I had a feeling. You had um, a sense. Um, and I do that. That's when I become uh, the, the psychic Connor on the show. Sometimes oh, I just. love to see this. I got a feeling of a detail. Um, That's. I love that. Were you, how close was your room to his? Was it down the hall by this family computer? Like, yeah. So we had his room on one end of the hall, then in the middle of the hall, like almost halfway through the hall is the computer and yes. then my room and my room had, I believe a TV that I must've used like when going to bed. Cause we also were like a very white noise household where there was always TV in the background mm. or my brother playing video games or my dad just doing something. He had a lot of instruments in his uh, in his office, and there's just always there's always noise in the house. Yeah. Um, to this day, where I like I I need TV to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend needs silence. <laughs> we talked about this the other yes, night. Yes, <laughs> I need sound. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I remember I always heard him, and he. Did, I don't think we were a, we were allowed to close our doors. Um, yeah interesting i don't remember I, it being super specific but i remember it being like in our house you leave your door open you play your games so i feel you- like it was like that for my because we grew up it, it's strangely both well not strangely this is probably pretty common to grow up yeah. in a two-child household where and but we, you and i are both the older siblings with a young yes. like a couple years younger opposite gender kid um but i think it was a similar thing where like you didn't close your door generally maybe until yeah. we got a little older yeah. But um, yeah, I don't, that's a funny detail. I sort of forgot about my life too. Yeah. And we would, it was so much snacks. My, the oh greatest, yeah. Snack time, baby. We were like a household that the kids that would come over would be like, here, mom buys good shit. Like oh she, yes. She bought us any sugar, anything. And for some reason, I remember like getting home from school and just eating everything inside like it being a second meal time and lunch yeah. must have just been snacks and then when i get home i would have like i remember like taking down it was always me and my brother taking down a full sour cream and onion lace bag Ooh. of like a big old party size bag of chips and we're fucking going to town and we're rocking back and forth with these yeah oh, and we could bring food upstairs we were really blessed we were oh lucky. my gosh yeah, so we were eating snacks and in that room a lot. A of lot. course. Um, that's 
That is so great. I love when we get into the snack. De- we don't always get into snack details, but um, I, I've shared this before, but um, I had a couple couple favorite snacks while gaming growing up. One was a combination of, of goldfish crackers and oh. uh, Diet Coke. Ooh, Just honestly, I'm craving it now, now that I bring it up. <laughs> and then at my best friend's house, uh, his mom would make, this is a meal, but she would make macaroni and cheese and- not a snack not a snack definitely a meal but man that mac and cheese it always oh damn that sounds amazing i remember we would do the fruit roll-ups and oh nice we'd roll them up i mean i know i did this i don't know if my brother did we rolled it up into a really big ball yeah and then just suck on it (laughs) (laughs) and just like have like a huge fucking ball of sugar sitting in my cheek yeah and we were we were a capri sun household Um, oh yeah yeah, so we're sucking on those. We're doing it all. Mm, that sounds oh so my good. God. This made me remember. I remember my brother. I caught him. So we would go with our cousins, and that's when my brother would like, I got, he would have his, like, if he were to have brothers, that would be the time he'd get to have that boy time, which is what gotcha. his cousins. Mm-hmm. So he'd get to play video games with people who could actually play versus me who could only play Madden and Crazy Taxi, yeah. which is probably the only reason why my brother subconsciously liked to play Crazy Taxi was because it was the only game I could kind uh, of play. Yeah. And he had like a, somebody to play with instead of himself. Um, but I remember when he would go and hang out with his our cousins and all the boys, they would all be playing their Game Boy Advance all the time. And my brother was playing my cousin's, one of his games, those little things that you would stick in the back, right? Those yeah. Little, the, the game, right? And they were like these little chips. And my brother stole one from my cousin. Nick. Oh, oh, no. And I remember being like, it was like the first time I saw my brother do something bad that was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. I remember being like, this is so messed up. Yeah. Did he like, like secretly swipe it or just end up with it? Swiped it. Like I think he really did. Like on oh, purpose, take it. John. And then I remember my cousin Nick being like, "Do you guys have my game?" And oh no, my, my brother and I we still aren't good at lying to this yeah. day. But my brother just lied. <gasps> and I re- oh, and I remember being like, "This is so messed up." Chance at redemption just denied. Whew. Did that, do you ever remember how that played out or was it just like, no, just kind of. No, I remember calling him out in front of my parents and him yelling and screaming and us hitting each <laughs> <Of> other <course. laughs> or crying, but that was really it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'll end up, that'll end it a blow up. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, that's great. Uh, I have a couple more uh, questions for you before we wrap up. The The first question is, are there any more um, like a non-game specific memories, or if, if they come up, that's fine too, of like, you know, playing with your brother or anything you do remember um, that you that you want to share. That are, what do you mean, uh, Crazy Taxi involved? Or like, what are you talking about? It could be Crazy Taxi, could be something else. I just was wondering if there is anything like you remember, because you've given me so much already. I just wanted to make sure there wasn't anything you didn't get to share about uh this experience playing this game with him uh before i we sort of wrap up yeah let me try to think um i do remember the few times my dad did come up and play um there's just a couple times and when it did happen boy it was like then i would fake if it wasn't a game i like to play that was crazy taxi or madden if my my dad was up there with my brother i was there nice because he rarely would play games with us. And then when he did, it was a big deal. 
Um, and I oh, remember my so dad much trying fun. to sit in those chairs. That's like <laughs> the last thing I really remember. And yeah, my brother's stealing the video game. It's just crazy. I remember the GameCube and us playing. And then I do remember a little Nintendo 64. I just oh, remember fun. what that system looked like. Yeah. Like where you would stick it at the top. Uh-huh. Stick it in at the top. Yeah. It was kind of a wide boy. Yes, a wide yeah. boy. And then that yeah. GameCube came out and it was that blue, that navy blue. Yeah. Purple. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm just reminiscing. But I don't I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. I think we covered it all. Awesome. Um, well, uh before I have one more question for you. Can you check with to me to see if your mic is still plugged in? You sound a little different than you did before. Uh oh. You might be totally fine. Let's double check here. And your quick time's still rolling? Yeah, that's still going. Okay, cool. And it probably is. If if that unplugs, then it'll stop quick time. So you should be fine. Maybe it's a Zoom. Might just be something on Zoom. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, there we are. It was Zoom. That's so funny. It like switched it on its own. Maybe it like hit. Maybe I hit it. That's possible. Hey, no worries. Uh, thank you for checking that for me. I appreciate that. No, thank you for clocking. Yeah. Um, well, the last question I have, uh, or really request that I have for you before we wrap up our conversation is would you do me a favor and just put like a bow on whatever place Crazy Taxi held for you? Put a bow on it. What do you mean? Yeah, like sort sort of wrap up what it what. Okay. It, yes. It to yes. Oh, wrap it up in a bow. Okay. Crazy Taxi, as crazy as that of a weird, bizarre game, means to me a game that was easy enough for someone who wasn't as well versed in games as myself, but as thrilling as enough for someone to someone like my brother who was playing everything to be able to meet in the middle and share a shared experience mm. where I wasn't gamer enough to play some of the games he loved. Um, but crazy taxi did have things that he loved about it. So we got to share it. Um, and it was, it's so similar to you and your sister. It sounds like where we just, um, we were not at the age to connect mm -hmm. <laughs> and we weren't at the age to have shared experiences or have the same taste in movies and TV. Um, but this was this weird glimpse in the matrix timeline of stuff that like worked for both our genders and age at the time that made us both giggle so freaking hard. Um, <laughs> And made us feel like we were, there was a huge, just uh, shared experience there that we could both have a blast with. So it was a serious place of connection for us at a time where we did not connect. <laughs> I love that. Well, um, Angela, thank you again for uh, sharing about your experience with that game and, you know, playing with your brother. Uh, that was really fun to just hear from you. Um, oh, thank you. Absolutely. Um, before we go today, I do have two post-show segments that, as I told you before, I've prepared for you based on Hell you choosing yeah. Crazy Taxi as your yes. game today. Um, the first of which 
is the Fact Me by Your Game segment, where I'm just going to share a couple of fun facts about this game with you. Um, Let's hear the, the first of which I have titled uh, Real Life Locations. Now, Crazy Taxi uh, you actually used a few real-world destinations in the game, which was a little bit ahead of its time. Uh, a lot of games didn't do this, uh, but and then it would become a trend. Um, in this game, you can drop people off at a Burger King, a KFC, even Tower Records. Um, oh, Tower Records! Yes. I remember that! Yeah. Um, the game actually was planned to include even more uh, of these types of locations, including McDonald's and Toys R Us, but I, apparently the deals uh, with those companies were not finalized before the game's released, so they weren't included. But the deals with Burger King, Tower Record, and KFC, KFC went through. Yep. That is crazy because we had KFC and Burger King. We were a KFC and Burger King household. Wow. Oh, I want. Hey, there's another connection right there. There's another that. connection. Um. So that's that's the first fact that I have for you. And the second I have, I've titled The Film That Never Was. Uh, so originally, Richard Donner, uh, who is a director who I think did- Shut the, up. Did someone did get the, the rights to Crazy Taxi? Well, at some point, someone uh, someone did. Uh, however, and yes, this guy, he did direct uh, The Goonies, Scrooged, um, and a bunch, a bunch of other movies. But those are two of my favorites that he did. Uh, he was attached to a live-action version of Crazy Taxi, but he eventually bailed out on the project. Uh, however, talk of a big or small screen version of Crazy Taxi has sort of been renewed as Sega optioned the film uh, uh, and TV rights. Um, but there's not – nothing's like on the table right now. Um, <laughs> there is actually uh, a different – I guess vehicle-based series uh, that is actually in production right now um, called Twisted Metal, which uh, a few people Ooh. we that like we've run in circles with, like Sean Diston and I and Ify Nwadiway are writing oh, wow. on. So yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, that's very cool. Yeah. Um, I think, oh my god! Uh, I just wanted to exist. I w I would kill for a crazy taxi movie that exists in the '90s world. And you know what? I was just I was gonna ask you, like, Ange, if you had to have a version of this movie, what's Whoa. it gonna be? And I feel like you just kind of okay. gave it to me. It's gonna be existing in the '90s. It's gonna have yes. Matthew McConaughey. These cars mm. are gonna be crazy, <laughs> and these cars are gonna be different than Fast and Furious cars because Crazy Taxi has some level of trash to it that yeah. I can't describe. And I, so I think it's like Fast and Furious, but people that are just fucking off their rocker, they're yeah. off their meds, they're off to KFC, and they're driving so fucking fast. Oh, and it's oh. got a lot of women. Yeah. Um, so, so let's let's yeah. let's think about this. Let's say. Uh, let's say we have an ensemble of five taxi drivers. You you mm -hmm. got McConaughey already. Who do you yeah. want as your other four? Okay, I want Alicia Vikander. Too. Okay, Alicia okay. <laughs> we got Alicia Vikander. Okay, great. And then I'll go back to the nineties. Then I'll cool. say we have Jen Aniston. Oh, Jen. Okay. Um. Let's think. Uh. Let me see. Let me look yeah, up two more actors here. Um. Let me take away Vikander. Okay, okay, cool. So we got three spots. Because left. yeah, let's let's fill it in some more. Um, ooh, Winona Ryder would be a crazy taxi. Oh yeah, she'd be good. Uh, let me think. 
Who are and you got any off the top of your head? You know who I'm thinking of? Um, uh, I'm thinking of Samuel L. Jackson. I was thinking that, and I'm thinking Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, let's have them both. <laughs> is that is that the five? That's the five. So we okay, so McConaughey. it's Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, perfect. Whoopi Goldberg, um, uh, Winona Ryder, Winona Ryder. And Samuel L. Jackson. I love that crew. Uh, that's a perfect movie, Ooh, regardless. Of we the should plot. have Lucy Liu. Oh yeah, Lucy Liu. So six. Hey, that's nice. That's a that's a strong female cast right there. That is an ensemble. Wow. Um. Okay. So that that was our pitch for, and not really a pitch. It was more of like who's going to be in this '90s movie. Uh, Ange, thank you for humoring me on that. Oh, um, thank you. That'll that'll wrap up the factory by your game segment, and I'll lead you into the last one, the game recommendations. Now, yes. this uh, segment is my one forced tie-in to the movie "Call Me by Your Name," where yes. I'm going to treat "Crazy Taxi" as your sort of uh, summer fling, your army hammer, yes. and. Where eventually, you know, spoiler alert, but you're going to not be together. You're going to break up. Um, but I, you know, like like a lot of relationships, you end up being with someone who maybe has like a small thing here or there in common or maybe something yeah. big. Who has just group. a tad speck of army hammer. Exactly. So I've got three wrecks for you based on this yes. experience. Okay. Um, the first of which is uh, one you've already even brought up today. I was going to say, if you want a similar experience with a Simpsons coat of paint, Simpsons hit and Oof. run is is a very easy one-to-one for you. Oh, and that one, I from what I remember, it's got one-liners up the hoop. Oh, yeah. The writers, I think, worked on it like they worked on Road Rage. So, I think you drop off somebody and you get a, a little joke. Yeah. And you pick up someone <laughs> and get a little joke. Yeah. And what more could you want? Um, yeah. The second one is if you just want more insanity, even more yeah. insanity and chaos for your experience, uh, I'll go ahead and recommend a game that's actually a little newer. It's called Totally Reliable Delivery Service, where <laughs> I guess the, there's these like little ragdoll characters that sort of hang off your car as you're delivering stuff. And it just looked wild and crazy. So I had to throw it on there. I think that's what I, I love about I'm thinking about all the games I love. I love all the customer service action. <laughs> Just can't get enough of it in the real world. Um, and then finally, my last recommendation is if you just want to play this time a talking taxi, but only for a small part of a game, just a portion of the game, I'll recommend Who Framed Roger Rabbit for the original <gasps> Nintendo, where you play Lenny the the uh, cab car for some very brief moments. It's almost not – it's barely in the game. But that's you picking up on me in the beginning, being like, I'm I'm a storyteller first and a gamer second. I love the I love the games based off of the shows and the movies. Yep. This uh, this game has come up a decent amount recently on our network. We we, we occasionally do these uh, console drafts where we put up uh, one console at a time and then six or so of us will will kind of like fantasy football will pick our favorite games from yes. the console when it's gone it's gone we do like a snake draft and this was my last pick because it's a game i loved as a kid because i love the movie but the gamer actually sucks um, okay but hey you know what let's bring it into both of our lives how about that <laughs> <laughs> i'm so down let's do it let's get that game in a bottle of red wine and call it uh we're gonna be in a uh, business um <laughs> 
Well, that'll do it for the game recommendations. And Angela, that will actually do it for the show. Oh. Um, thank you again so much for taking the time to do this. It was a, an absolute blast. It was so fun to hear from you. Um, on the way out, uh, what do you want to plug or replug? What should people, where can people find you? What do you want to share with the listener? Yes, I would love to plug. Uh, first of all, thank you, Connor. This was oh, a freaking blast. And you have to edit out when I said I'm a storyteller first and a gamer second. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. All uh, J- Jeremy, you're listening sure. right now. Uh, go, do that. Cool. Great. <laughs> um, I'm kind of kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to plug. Yeah, my my comedy podcast is AOAOAOA, Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. Awesome. At um, AOAOAOA on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we're, our season right now is produced by Sugar23, and we're doing Ooh. some fun stuff. So you can check that out on my Instagram or our artist on artist Instagram. I love that. Um, and do you want me to put your social in the link to the show or no? Throw it in there. All right, let's throw it in there. Dude. Just in case they can't find my crazy long name pod, you could find it from me. Okay, sick. Uh, well, I'll put links to both uh, in the show notes. Um, I'll go ahead and close this out with some plugs of my own. But again, thanks for stopping by, Angela. Yes, this was a blast. please. Thank you. Please plug your stuff. I love that. And thank you so much for having me. I love this pod. Oh, we gotcha. All right. Well, here I go for some plugs of my own to send us home. The cover art for Call Me By Your Game is done by Glenn J. You can find him and his other wonderful work on Instagram at Glenn with two N's dot J-A-Y. The show is produced by the great Jeremy Schmidt, who also does his own podcast on this network, Video Games, a Comedy Show. It's uh, more of a panel group discussion show where they recently, their most recent episode that came out was all about the best cats because of Stray, which just (gasps) came out. Which Yes! You saw your roommate play a little bit of that celestial, yes, celestial who we've yes. Had on the show yes she's playing it she's playing it this morning oh my gosh so yeah she I, said she's stuck on a part where a bunch of eyes are staring at her in a room that sounds like the scariest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> um so their most recent episode was on uh was on uh all about the best cats um so check it out it's it's a really good time um, you can find me on social media, Connor underscore McCabe. And then of course, check us out on Patreon. That's a great way that you can support me and the show is by, uh, subscribing there. You can do it, uh, for a month. If you just want to see all the bonus content, you can do it. Any of our tiers, uh, cause it's an absolute blast. We're at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. Again, you get the call me by your game co-op episode, the group version of this show. If you like me and hearing me talk to people about video games, you're going to love that. We have a games club that goes year round. We already did metal gear solid this year. We've got donkey Kong coming up. We've got, uh, the bonk boys every other week. We have the resident evil book club, which still lives there. A ton of great stuff. So check it out, but that'll do it for this episode of the call me by your game podcast. We will see you on the next one.